This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Are you kidding me? You are looking live. Winning cures everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and Chris. Maybe if I turn the mute off, it would work better, right? <laughs> Welcome in. Winning Cures Everything. College football playoff rankings. Reaction show after week number 12. The rankings just came out a little bit ago. It is live. That's right. We're doing this live for the first time, so we're going to see how it goes. Everybody, if you want to jump in the chat, we can see what you're saying. We will respond as we go. I'm Gary. And I'm Chris. You can find us over at winningcureseverything.com. You can find all of our picks, previews, podcasts, videos, all of our social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, etc. Go on over to the YouTube. If you're watching there, make sure you hit subscribe. Make sure you hit the like button. Share that thing out. And, of course, leave some comments. Tell us what you're thinking. Tell us what you think the committee got right and what they got wrong. Tell us what you think we're setting up for. Because, man, we got some crazy stuff going on. The show... Of course, brought to you by Tunica, Mississippi, the South's premier sports gambling destination. They got six incredible sports books. You can find more information on them over at tunicatravel.com. Let's go ahead and fire into this. We've got 25 teams. We're going to go 25 all the way down to number one. Let's start in the bottom five, and I'm going to read them off first, and then we will discuss. Number 25, SMU. Number 24, App State. 23, USC number 22, Iowa State, number 21, Oklahoma State. Now, the Massey Composite ratings for those. SMU is number 22 at the Massey Composite. They're 25 here. Uh, Let's see. Uh, We already got people in here. What's up, Gary and Chris from Joel? And Larry Pilgrim, your favorite Utah fan, is here. Absolutely. We're going to get to Utah. Don't you worry, buddy. We're going to talk about Utah. Uh, But SMU, 22 at the Massey Composite, 25 in the rankings, 21 At the Massey Composite for App State, 24 at the rankings. 23 for USC, that's uh, even across the board. 26 for Iowa State at the Massey Composite, they're 22 here. So I guess that that big win over Texas means something, right? They're the only four-loss team in here. Yeah, it's a little surprising. I was Um, shocked to see Iowa State. Well, USC, but... Well, yeah. yeah. I I was kind of shocked to see both of them. Yeah, same here. And no Texas A&M. That was surprising. Yes, I think A&M should be in. I think both of these teams should be out. I think SMU should be higher. Oklahoma State is at 21, Navy. and their massive composite is 24. What was that? Now they bounced Navy after that beatdown from Notre Dame. Losing to a I, superior opponent should not be grounds for, like, I mean, if if that team is ranked substantially higher than you anyway. Yeah, it, but it, I, I think it was the way that they got beat. Right, I mean, they were down thirty-eight to nothing. Well, yeah, but like, that's a that's a far superior opponent. I understand. Uh, let's see, Michael's in here. He said, uh, "Giggum," and he also said, "Aggies over Georgia this week." We'll uh, we'll talk about that in our in our picks. We'll we'll get, we'll get there. there. <laughs> uh, we got Dalton that said, "Roll Tide, roll," and we've got Nick that said, "That is BS." Oklahoma State should be higher. Okay, all right. Um. Uh. Ooh, you're. I don't. 
I, I mean, put him over Boise State, but that's just a, a per- personal thing. I don't know that I'd put him over anyone else. But yeah, I, I, don't, I am very, very uh, attached to the American. Yeah, I'm I mean, not. I'm not. I'm not. Dis- but, but you're also him. a Gundy guy. Like you, you oh, like no, my I, Gundy. Oh, I absolutely love Gundy. So, yeah, I, I mean, got I, three L's, man. Yeah, I mean, it's it's just it's tough, and and I don't know who exactly that they have beaten that would warrant being ranked higher. Uh, it's definitely not anybody in here. No. And so, eh, who I knows? Number twenty. Let's go on and do the let's next keep five. Rolling up. Number twenty, Boise State. They are twenty at the Magic Composite. Number nineteen, Cincy. They are 17 at the Magic Composite. Uh, well, we'll talk about it in a second. Number 18, Memphis is number 19 at the Magic Composite. 17, Iowa, and they are 18 at the Magic Composite. Number 16, Notre Dame is 13 at the Magic Composite. Since he dropped uh, behind Memphis because of the way that they just, I'm not going to say they got dominated, but I mean, they had like a 29% win expectancy a post-game win expectancy against South Florida. Like, they really shouldn't have won that game. They were behind almost the entire game. Now, they did get the win. But they won it. Um, it is two weeks straight now. I don't think it well, was just it's this a, week. It wasn't two weeks straight because the week before they just hammered UConn. Oh, that's right. But, it, but it, it's two of the last three weeks That's right. that they I, haven't I, looked I forget good. that UConn's a team. They're not going to be soon. So Yeah. Uh, we have uh, Swiss Actions that jumped in. He said, Michael, no. Uh, Texas A&M is not going to beat Georgia. Nick jumped in and said, uh, no, you're out of your mind if you think Georgia will lose to Texas A&M. Joel said, I agree with Oklahoma State over Boise. The Broncos are not supposed to be at 20. I think they're just showing some love to the Mountain West Conference. Uh, let's see, Swiss Actions, uh, they beat Florida and Auburn, and uh, Nick said they won't lose again until the SEC Championship. So think, a lot of Georgia talk here. Do you think getting uh, USC in here is just propping up the, the Pac-12 to prepare themselves for – because as of right now, currently, if those two teams meet, when they beat each other, that will be the only top 25 win they got. When they meet, one of them will win, and they will finish with one top 25 win. But if USC continues to win, they can say, hey, we both have another. To- well, I guess it would make uh, Utah U- win. Yeah, it would but make Oregon, Utah's uh, loss to them look a little better. Not better. And it would make Oregon's win over USC actually a top 25 win. Because both of these teams are going to go through the conference, they're going to go through their schedule, and they're not going to have a top twenty-five. I mean, that's you know, you got to play one another. I think I think some of this is is propping because they're they're always bad about doing that. Now, there's no question in my mind if they've got Oklahoma State in here, I think to help prop up Oklahoma. But it, now we'll we'll talk about that here. In, here Nobody in a is worthy of propping up the the athletic the the AAC ACC. And so, therefore, yeah. I think it's just all right. We're just Clemson's getting in no matter what. We we got to boost these other guys though. <laughs> we got to help the Power Five out. This is what that is. I mean, maybe so, maybe so. I mean, it, look, the other teams that are in the top thirty in the uh, the massive composite, you've got Texas A and M at twenty five. You got Washington at twenty seven. Air Force, Texas, Navy, UCF, Louisiana. And then at 33, you have your your next ACC team, and that's Virginia. So then you got Indiana, Kansas State, Miami, Florida, uh, Pitt, Wake Forest, Virginia Tech, all those ACC teams, all just right there in a row from 36 to 39. When when truly they're probably well, then, and this is the massive composite. So this is all the this is all the computer stuff. So computer Larry part. said USC is really good. Oregon got them with most of their defense missing. 
And look, there's several teams that have gotten USC this year. Like they got four losses. So, you know, we're going to disagree on your your definition of really good. Yeah, I just I, A and M A and M's going to have the same amount of losses, but A and M's schedule is incredible. They've been beaten by real teams. Yeah, they, I mean, hey, you know something interesting? If That's LSU, why I would put A and M in there. If LSU holds on to the number one spot. They would be the first team in AP poll history to play three number one teams in the same season. Yeah. Is that not insane? That's I mean, that's that, an that's absurd a, schedule. I, I, we talked about it before the season started. I really liked A&M, but I, I fully understood that A, they were really young. I was a year early. And B, that schedule was just brutal. Yeah. Um, and it is. As far as other good teams in the Pac-12, you've got USC at 7-4. and four, You've got Washington at 6-4. and four, and then you got Arizona State at five and five, Cal at five and five. You can't do it. Uh, Washington State at five and five, yeah. Oregon State at five and five. This conference cannibalized Ooh. itself more than any other conference. Yeah. Uh, let's see. We got a few more comments jumping in here. We've got uh, let's see, a, a bunch of people talking about Texas A&M, Arkansas. That game's weird every year, y'all. I don't know. I don't know why anybody's trashing A and M over that. They it's a close game every year, regardless. So. Uh, let's see. USC is in there to prop up Utah, says Nick. Uh, Joel says, Gary and Chris, who do you think is more championship ready, Utah or Oregon? Neither. Well, championship as far as national championship? Oh, well, we're having, yeah. I mean, if, if we're talking, like, I think Utah will beat Oregon. Okay. But you think the other way. You think Oregon will beat Utah. I, I really, I think they're very equal. They're very comparable in, in how they play and what they play. Yeah. But, but are they... In the same conversation as the elites, I, d- I just don't. I just yeah. don't think that. No, no, you're right. And that's not a Pac-12 hatred. That's just that's just the way I see football. Uh, the let's see. Larry said, "What's the composite on USC again? It's 23. Massey composite yeah, has Massey's them at 23. Kind of 23. Uh, they've got a win over Fresno, who has not been great this year. They've got a win over Stanford back when they were ranked, but they're far from ranked yeah. now. They lost at BYU, who has proven to not be great. Uh, they got the win over Utah." Which props them up quite a bit. They got a two touchdown loss at Washington. They've got a close loss to Notre Dame after they were down in that one. Right. Uh, pretty big. USC got a big win over Arizona. They got a close win over Colorado. They got stomped by Oregon. They beat Arizona State uh, on the road. And Arizona State has now lost what four straight? I was just about to say, yeah, yeah. they they have fallen on hard times. So, but they they also caught Arizona State when uh, when Jaden Daniels was not playing. So. And then they got Cal, and, of course, Cal lost uh, uh, Chase Garbers again. So, uh, let's see. Joel, uh, I'd say Oregon uh, showed they can play with the SEC. Eh. Okay. I, I mean, mean, they maybe. did. They, yeah. they did. Uh, but that, I don't they think that means that, that Utah can't. No. Like, I think Utah's defensive line is just sick. <laughs> I mean, just ridiculous. Uh, Joel said, yeah, I can agree. Uh, Oregon and Auburn was a close game, plus it was first game of the season. Uh, you know, there's a weird Swiss action said, can someone explain why people say Georgia's offense can't keep up with LSU when Auburn played them tight? Is Georgia's defense not good enough to slow them down a little? Yeah, they can slow them down. I don't know if they can slow them down enough, but I, I do think that game will be, you know, at least competitive. I, I still think. Well, define competitive. I think LSU still wins by like 10 points. I was about to say. So, you know, it's a two score game in a championship game. It's not going to be LSU Ole Miss. No, like it it won't be three touchdowns and Georgia's playing from behind forever. 
Uh, let's see. Matthew jumps in. He said, Texas, Texas A&M, Alamo Bowl. That would be fantastic. I, I wouldn't be upset. <laughs> I'm almost certain we'll never get a bowl game between Texas and Texas A&M. But both athletic directors don't want it. Yeah. No, that's right. the problem. All the fans want it. Neither athletic director wants it. Yeah. So they, they will turn down that bowl invitation. And that's, and that's the problem we got. We we need this is this is a problem in boxing, this is a problem in college football. We need somebody to be the ruler of an iron fist and say, no, this is the matchup everybody wants to see. A, a college football commissioner. Yes. And and we need to see this game happen. Mike jumped in. He said, uh or no no no, Nick. We'll start off with Nick. He said, uh, when are we going to talk about which running back will be invited to the Heisman ceremony? Uh, none of them. Like, none of them have been good enough to, like, if anybody was going to, it should be Travis at the end, but he's not going to get there. Uh, Michael Fritch, Matthew Miller said, uh, or sign me up for that. That's Texas, Texas A&M. Ugga plays way too conservative. Also, Kirby cannot coach from behind. Sometimes, hey, this past week, Kirby couldn't coach from in front. So he, the Both games against Alabama, he couldn't coach from in front. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Kirby just... When he has talent that is far superior than everybody else, he can beat the hell out of those teams. When he plays comparable talent, man, he just oh, struggles. Yeah. He struggles. Comparable talent and good coaching, he just struggles, man. Nick said the Alamo Bowl is usually between ranked teams. That's a very valid point. <laughs> That's uh, we awesome. we could of course move this over Shots to at the Texas, uh, I like it. We could move it over to the Texas Bowl. Sure. Texas Bowl between Texas and Texas A and M. I think we get it at the Liberty Bowl, so I don't have to drive so far. That'd, that'd be fun. I just, I just, I just want to go watch. Actually, the game that's without having to take off work. That's SEC and Big Twelve, isn't it? And, yep. Huh. Okay. I mean, I'm. Then uh, Larry jumps in. He's, out there. Michigan uh, is coming on strong. Can't wait to see him play uh, Ohio State. A hundred percent. Can't wait yeah, for that one. And Joel, they need to make sure that Chase stays healthy for Georgia because that's the best player in the Florida Georgia game. Uh, and you know what happened against South Carolina? Chase. Who's he talking about? I thought for a second he was talking Ohio State. Joel, who are you talking about, man? Uh, Mike said that's because he goes conservative and goes crazy, loses his entire game plan when he's behind. Truth, let's jump into the top 15. Chase Hoff? Man, I have no... Harroff? He's an offensive lineman. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's probably a pretty good idea. Well, yeah, you need your line healthy. I mean, you're probably right about that. I thought he was talking Chase Young to start with. Um... Number 15 is Auburn. They are also 15 at the Magic Composite. Number 14 is Baylor. They are 16 at the Magic Composite. I think they probably have Baylor above Auburn because it would just look bad to have a one-loss team behind a three-loss team. Oh, I don't know about that. I, I think this. I think they've got the rankings pretty strong pretty, yeah. going all the way. This, this rankings I have the least problems with out of any of them that we've had so far come out. Yeah. I, I don't like the bottom half of, of two four-loss teams being in there. When, when there are other deserving yeah, candidates, when they don't have big wins, yeah, that's my biggest issue. Well, I guess the SM uh, USC win against Utah is a huge win, but yeah, and it, the Iowa State win against Texas, I guess, that's not a huge. And they've win. had they've had close losses to, but cl- that Oklahoma. Can't, that I, can't deserve I know, a rank. I know. So. I'm All right, let's quote, keep rolling. Um, now, as far as the power ratings for Iowa State, I mean, they are up there, so. That's fine, yeah, they get, but power ratings are different than what your ranking should be. This is true. This is true. Number 14, Baylor, they're 16 at Magic Composite. Number 13, Michigan, they are number 10 at the Magic Composite, which that's the, the biggest discrepancy so yes. far. But I understand the ranking. You can't yeah. have them over Wisconsin. Wisconsin beat the pants off them. Yeah. Rankings and, you got Wisconsin, and power ratings are different. You got Wisconsin 12, 
uh, and they're also 12 at the Magic Composite. And then Florida, 11. They're also 11 at the Magic Composite. I wouldn't be upset if both those Big Ten teams were over Florida. I know that's an SEC thing. No, no, no. I, I think I'd... I think I agree. I mean, you're picking nits because we're talking about moving teams one spot here or there and not, you know, throwing uh, completely out of If this you spot. look at the ranking, like the top undefeated team is an SEC team. Yes. The top one loss team is an SEC team. The top two loss team is an, an SEC, SEC team. team. The top three loss team is an SEC team. So, you know, I think they, they put a lot of stock into the SEC. I know. That. I don't think it's bias. I think that's actually. The way that the power ratings are. No, and I'm okay with that. And I guess if you look at Florida's two losses, they they're pretty good. They look great. And yeah, you got two top four teams. You got two playoff teams. My issue is, and and it, this goes back to the same song I've been singing this whole time. I look at wins over losses. I I just do. Yeah. And their win against Auburn is great. That's all they've got. They've got a great win against Auburn. More than more than some of these teams. Well, I agree, but it's not more than Wisconsin or Michigan. True, and that's that's my my quibble is I don't care so much. I don't grade the loss. Well, like I mean, that. to be fair, I look at big wins. Florida's win is is better than Michigan's one really good win. I mean, Michigan's win was over Notre Dame. Yeah, and Florida's was over Auburn, who is ranked ahead ranked of Notre ahead Dame. Of them. Okay, I, I'll give you that. So you I'll know, give you that. Okay, so yeah, I Wisconsin. Yeah, have? Wisconsin. Man, that lost Illinois. Over Michigan. I, uh, here, let's let's go through some of these comments. Uh, who would y'all put in the four spot in the playoff after Georgia loses to LSU? Uh, let's see, Oregon, Utah, Penn State, or Michigan? Well, if those are my only choices, I would probably put Michigan. I'm wondering if I'm wondering well, no, if because I missed something. Michigan, if Michigan has three losses, they're out. Oh, he said, would it be winner of Big Twelve or Pac twelve? That was Lone Wolf. Winner of the Big Twelve or the Pac twelve? I, I, I'd probably go Pac-12 because, like, it, well. No, I would put Oklahoma in. If Oklahoma's the one-loss team, I think they're getting in. I think Oklahoma has not looked team. good, man. No, they haven't. But it doesn't matter how bad you beat somebody. Are you beating them? Their win over Baylor is bigger than any win anybody in the Pac-12 is going to have. Even when Except those two they teams win over each other. play each other. No, when they play each other – Going to Baylor is going to be a bigger deal than going to Santa Clara and beating one another. That's a I bigger do, win. I do agree with you, but I, I think the committee has has told you what they think of Oklahoma. And then their right second now. biggest win is if they beat Oklahoma State. That will be bigger than any win they got. Yeah, I mean, beating Texas, better than any win in the Pac-12. Beating Kansas State's probably comparable to some of the wins that they've got. Yeah. But well, they lost to Kansas State. <laughs> but you know, Iowa State, Iowa State is 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 up there as as equal to or better than any win they've got. Okay, so yeah. are we looking at wins? Or are we just saying this conference we need to prop them up? I don't know that they need to prop anybody because I'm looking at resume. I, That's I, all I'm looking at. See, I'm looking at something completely different. Uh, let's see, we had uh, Michael said, "I bet Oklahoma, big name. I'd rather see Pac-12 though." Uh, let's see. Oops, I meant Lawrence Cager, not Chase. Okay, that's that's it. Hey, Cager, a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, gotta have Cager. He's the uh, the only deep threat they've got. Um, he said Chris is right. Name is more important than resume, which is BS. Yeah, that's likely. I mean, it, but I don't I don't know that that's name versus resume. I think it, I think if it's I, Oregon, I think they have the best resume. Yeah, 
Uh, Mike said, I agree. It's about TV ratings. It sounds like people have been listening to me yeah. for the last few years. I was going to say, Gear is the one that, that prompts up the, the TV ratings. And the issue is that I don't I don't know how much more TV you get from... No, nah, you get more from Oklahoma than you oh, do from Oh, you Oregon get a lot Utah. more. You can't, like you Utah can't discredit Oklahoma nothing. like that. Um, let's see. If they get past Oklahoma State, that game's always close. Eh, not always. Not always. Uh, Oklahoma, every now and then, whips them. But last year, it was insanely close. Uh, it would not surprise me with it being in uh, Stillwater. It, w- it wouldn't surprise me if Oklahoma State gets them. Yep. Uh, let's see. Joel, I would definitely put Oklahoma in, although they would be eaten up by LSU in the playoff if they stay uh, yeah, number one. We, LSU would not punt. Uh, I think if Baylor can make it to the Big 12 championship, they can uh, they can beat Oklahoma in round two. I, oh, yeah, I, I've I, said that. I absolutely agree with that. Uh, let's see. Who's and your I think favorite? they are making it. Let's see. Matthew, who's your guy's favorite CFB player ever that wasn't on your team? Uh, Bo Jackson. Man, and that's, and that's not negotiable. You'll have to let me think on that for a little bit. <laughs> I have no idea. Worshipped at the feet of that man. Mine would probably be Honey Badger. Yeah, like I, I wish Tyron Matthew played for Alabama. He showed so bad. up last night. Good Woo. lord. Good lord. Uh, Mike, uh, let's see. Uh, they just need to make sure they don't slip up a big lead. Uh, Larry, Utah is the number three defense, number thirteen offense. Tell me who deserves four. Uh, that's P five rankings. Nick said, yeah, playing against trash. Mike, I don't think they will if they get a second shot. Uh, it could be tough. Da, 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 da. Okay. Um, let's go ahead and talk about the top 10 here because this is what everybody wants let's to talk about. Let's get into it. Number 10, Minnesota. They're number 14 at the Massey Composite. Number 9, Oklahoma. They are 9 at the Massey Composite. Number 8, Penn State. They are number 5 at the Massey Composite. Number 7, Utah. They are 8 at the Massey Composite. Number 6, Oregon. They are 7 at the Massey Composite. So... um. I think I, this is right, by I, the way. I think that they have set up what they are planning to do here. I think that I think the Pac-12 will get in over the Big okay. 12. Based on this right here, it would be really hard for Oklahoma to jump Oregon or Utah if one of those teams run the table. Yeah, I mean, we, we've only got two weeks left in the regular right. season. So there ain't a whole lot of time, uh, and they, they need to be convincing. Like they've got TCU at home this week, you know it, it. It's an eighteen point spread. You better win by twenty. You know you better win by three touchdowns. Because if you keep doing these close close games like this, it's the same issue that Baylor was having. Yeah. Right. Baylor is winning close games. They're still winning, so you can't really drop them too far. But you still had Baylor behind two lost teams when they were undefeated. That's right. And. Oklahoma does not have that big time out of conference game this year. Nope. They, I mean, it was UCLA. Who cares? That's right. Like Utah destroyed UCLA, worse than Oklahoma did. By the way, if you want to talk about comparable uh, opponents, so yeah, I mean that's. I think that what they did here was say, all right, Oklahoma, like you need to go out and prove something. But like, even it's if not Oklahoma good enough to just win, it. if if those other two teams take care of business. Then, then if I they think, keep winning the same way that they've been winning, I don't know that. Is, I, I, I think if they both win by a touchdown the next two weeks and then they play one another, that I mean, game it, that, that game could be a winner by one point and it doesn't matter. Yeah, I yeah. think because they're right. How do you jump somebody that far? Now you assume Penn State will fall out if if they lose to Ohio State this week, so they can move to not to eight. But then you're asking at some point in time we're going to end up with. Oregon six and 
God, I mean, it's just Oregon there's, six, there's nowhere for them to go. And Utah loses, or Utah six and Oregon loses, and they move up to seven. But they can't jump that team, and unless the, now there's not. And they're going to be in a whole mess of trouble if Penn State beats Ohio State this week. I don't think they're in any trouble at all. I think Penn State gets the four spot. Or Ohio State gets the four spot. Well, that's that's what I'm saying, though. Ohio you, State you have will, two no, Big Ten teams. No, that's done. That's They're not in a mess of trouble at all. Ohio State will get the four spot, guaranteed. Yeah. And the winner of the Big Ten will get the, the Probably three spot. Probably two or three. They'll yeah. get the three spot. So They won't get two. Clemson will get two, no matter what. Because yeah. everybody else in the Big Ten's got a loss. Yeah, I so don't you're think you're not going to have Clemson be three. It, I don't think the loss stuff matters. Like they're, they're still going to have a way better resume. Like I could see them keeping Clemson at three. Oh, that wouldn't upset me. I would. Agree I mean, they with did it. it to Florida State back in. Yeah, and now right. it was different because Florida State was like barely squeaking by teams. But Florida State played like five top twenty-five teams that year. Yeah, so it, it's a little different. Uh, comments are flying in. We'll uh, we'll get to all of them here. Let's go on and do the top five because that's what everybody wants to talk about. Number five is Alabama. They are six at the Magic Composite. Number four, Georgia. They are uh, they are four at the Magic Composite. Three is Clemson. They are also three at the Composite. Number two, Ohio State. They are number one at the Composite. And number one, LSU. They are number two at the Composite. So let's fire into the comments here. Dalton Leatherwood said, if Alabama wins convincingly against Auburn, how could they keep Alabama out? Oregon lost to Auburn, and Oklahoma lost to Kansas State, which is a horrible loss compared to LSU. Mike jumped in. He said, Alabama can't see in without Tua. Larry said, thank you. Um, look, I think that they the reason they have them at number five is they're waiting to see what this team looks like with Mac Jones. And I can understand that, but I will go on and tell you as a guy that has watched Mac Jones that this is not going to be the Cardell Jones uh, thing that happened with Ohio State back in 2014. This team was built around Tua's skill set. Correct. They are not going to suddenly devise a game plan and build a defense that is going to enable them to whip Auburn the way that Ohio State whipped Wisconsin. Alabama's offensive line is really good. Auburn's defensive front, really, really good. Yeah. I I, I think Auburn's going to at least keep this thing close. I think they're going to be tough to beat in the Plains. I agree. Uh, Nick said, I don't know. It will be interesting to see how Alabama can oh, how Alabama can do. Uh, Matt, you should always reward best wins first, and then if it's tied, look at losses. I agree with that you, uh You play to win, not for comparing best losses unless the teams are even. Let's see. Mike, Alabama hasn't played anyone to get in over a P5 champ without Tua. Um, I agree. That does make sense, said Nick. And then, Joel, do you think Alabama has a much higher chance of losing to Auburn with Jones? Uh, yes. Yes, 100%. I, I don't think Alabama will be favored in that game. Oh, I disagree with that. I disagree with that. Then I'll make money. Uh, also, transitive property doesn't work in sports matchups to make the fight. Very true, Matt Miller. So, I, they're not going to do anything with Alabama until they see what they look like against Auburn. Period. Oh, yeah. Like they're they're going to stick them at five. And well, they're going to beat the hell out of this high school team they're bringing in next week. And, yeah, then we'll see what happens with Auburn. Yeah. Uh, Nick said it's hard to say because he's throwing to all five stars. Uh, yeah. I mean... All right, Mike, uh, another good question here. Which top three team can get in with a loss? Well, I think LSU and Ohio State both in with a loss. Clemson will be out if they oh, lose. If Clemson loses to anybody on their schedule or in their championship game, yeah, they're going to fall to like eight. Yeah. I mean, it's it. it, it I don't they, know if it would be eight, but it'd be, they drop. They're gone. Yeah. They're gone. Their resume is 
rough, so they have to beat the hell out of people. Lone Wolf said, I believe LSU and Ohio State could afford a loss because yep. SEC and Big Ten better than ACC. And if Clemson loses any game, I believe they're out due to their conference and Big 12 and Pac-12 champs. And it's not just their conference. It's their resume. Like, you could play in a an okay conference and have some good out-of-conference wins or whatever, however you want to figure this thing out. Well, I mean, they scheduled two SEC teams. The problem is Texas A&M. Well, scheduling South is, Carolina doesn't help anything. That's your agreed. rivalry, and you're so much better than them. Every well, in year. some years, like no, South Carolina none. was better. No years. At, Steve Spurrier. Yeah, when Spurrier you. was there, yeah. yeah. And that's that's been less he's than a, a hall decade of, ago. Yeah, he's a Hall of Fame so. coach. <laughs> David um, Clowney, one of the but, greatest players in college football history, never lost to Clemson. But After Texas that, A&M, they haven't won. Texas A&M this year, not a good year to have A&M on their schedule. Yeah, it's tough. Because I mean, they're going to end up seven and five. So we'll do an entirely different show one day where I just bitch about uh, why we have to schedule games a decade apart when <laughs> we have private planes and we could schedule something next year and just do it and buy out some high school team that you're playing and yeah. and make that happen. But yeah, then we can know two good teams are going to play one another. Matt Miller said, when will we get, if ever, to eight teams and nine conference games with each team? Not soon enough. It will never happen so long as the SEC and the ACC are not forced to. Um, the The majority of the SEC coaches like it. Nick Saban, so far as I understand, is the only one that wants nine conference games, and he wants to play at least ten, if not more. I thought he was talking more. about eight playoff teams. He was saying eight teams and nine conference games with each uh, conference. Oh. Well, so, I don't know that the conference games matter, but the playoff games absolutely matter, and we need eight. Yeah, I, th- I think we. I think moving to eight, like I was against and I think it. That'll at happen. First. I think that'll happen. I don't know when, but it's not soon enough. I just think it's better TV, if nothing else. It and it well, it yeah. gives you know more of an equal opportunity, um, but it's it's more television, and you get to see some of this stuff every now and then. So I don't know. You get to see an upset once in a blue moon. Uh, Big Ten or SEC, better chance to get two teams in. Uh, I would go with the SEC. I think Georgia is significantly better than Penn State, and I think that's about the only shot that... Uh, yeah, you need either Penn State or Minnesota to up, upset Ohio State. And that just... I saw something interesting. I think it was the ESPN FPI that gave Wisconsin, if they went out, a 32% chance to get into the playoff. Mm, be- and if they beat Minnesota, they go to the Big Ten Championship game. Oh. And if they beat Ohio State, okay. then... I, I could do that. Okay. Because basically they're one and one against Ohio State. That wipes off a loss. So their only real loss is the bullshit loss to Illinois. <laughs> to Illinois, which is crazy. So we could have a, a national champion that lost to Illinois. That's- that would be the most Lubby Smith thing in the world. Yeah. Is to you- say, I beat the national champion. You are so right about that. Joel said, Lone Wolf, I honestly think Ohio State and LSU would still get in with the loss. Yes. Uh, since Clemson's schedule is horrendous. And with whatever one-loss team gets in uh, at the number four spot. Uh, Nick said, maybe two out of the SEC, but not out of the Big Ten. Two week of a conference. I don't uh, buy we're that. Disagree there. Hey, I do have a funny question. If we're going to draw out hypotheticals, this is shit hitting the fan. LSU and Ohio State losing. Now one of those cats aren't coming. Oh yeah, to the table. Or you're going to tell one of those conference champions. Sorry, sorry I know you won. I know you won. Well, so, and they they so did that say, to the Big Ten. So let's say Penn State beats Ohio State. That's Ohio State's only loss. Minnesota beats Penn State Again. in the championship game. Again. Again. They say, uh, uh-uh, 
We're taking Ohio State over Minnesota. <laughs> Bump that noise. We're taking Ohio State over Minnesota. I'm sorry. Is that going to happen? I could see it happening. It, it happened to Penn, now Penn State had two Because losses. if LSU loses to Georgia, I think both of them are getting in no matter what. And I think Ohio State is saying, we deserve to be in over Minnesota. What what year was it, 2017? I think it was 2017. Yeah. When the Penn State, when, Ohio State yeah. bullcrap happened. Yeah. Or 20, was it 2016 maybe? It might have been the 2016 year, 2017 championship game. Yeah, because Penn State beat Wisconsin that year. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just bananas. Uh, let's see. Da, 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 da. We've got several more comments here, and we're going to we're gonna wrap this up because we got more recording to do. we got to get our picks done. Let's see. Mike said, or no, no, no. Here's Larry. There was a discussion about Alabama not getting in over a one-loss conference champ to begin with due to a top win. Without Tua, you cannot unequivocally, unequivocally say Alabama is the fourth best team. I think it depends on how Mac Jones looks. I mean, you can't say that they're not right now, so who knows. Uh, Mike said, we need to have standardized scheduling. Nick said, what is standardized scheduling? Lone Wolf said, I believe these big schools should stop scheduling more of these FCS late in season because it only benefits FCS for money. Well, I mean, that helps out FCS athletic departments. So I don't care. I mean, if you want to know, like, I look on the extreme side. I think that the Power Five should split apart from the group of five and only do pay, uh, P5 games. But that's just me. So I, no, yeah, we we you and I live in a world. I don't like the P five G five stuff because I think there's a lot of top tier G five teams that are far better and more valuable to the football um, that's being played than a lot of the Power Five schools have. Uh, I would I would live in a perfect world of four sixteen team conferences. Yeah, I could see that. Mike said uh, everyone has to play the same schedule. Top ten teams from the prior year need to be playing the next year. Now, you yeah. and I have talked about this. Yeah, conference I, champs playing each other. I like the NFL's way of doing it in the sense of if you were the first-place team in your division, your out-of-conference games are against other first-place teams in other uh, conferences in, in, the, in the country. And if you were yeah. dead last, then, then you play the last-place teams. And if you were sixth, then you play the sixth-place team. And that would be a spectacular way oh, I agree. to get really good football in matchups that we don't normally get. Yeah. I mean, well, the, the problem is, I mean, if you have the same conference winner year after year in some of these things, like... At Why Ohio, is that a problem? I don't think it's a problem. Because you've got... Right now, basically, you've got, I don't know how many conference champions, but you're only going to play, what, three out-of-conference games? Four out-of-conference games? You're not playing a lot. And so it's not like you're going to play every conference champion and so True. what if the number one team and the number one team if ohio state and alabama and clemson are all that and they play every year that's great football in the regular season that's true that's true and you I, win I, those they'd games. have to figure out the home and home situations that have to oh, figure they'd be all fine. that stuff you out. figure all that out well, I mean, that's remember not, that's not a hard thing to do that stuff is budgeted so if you want them to stop playing like the fcs teams and stuff you got to you got to figure it out because those home games. Are we have enough in. money in college football to be able to support the lower division. I assure you of that. Those those programs don't cost that damn much mm. for the amount of money that big boy college football makes. It makes know, billions. Yeah, I mean you might be right. That's a cop out. Money uh, money in college football and college sports in general is always a cop out. We don't have the money to do it. Bullshit. We don't have the money to do it. 
Let's uh let's roll through the rest of these and then like I said we got to get out of here. Yep. Uh, it, let's see. Matt Miller said, "Hey, Illinois is six and four. This is true. This is a hundred percent true." Uh, Larry Pilgrim, uh, don't say that, Chris. No LSU Ohio State chaos. Uh, Nick said everyone in the selection committee would be running around like a chicken with its head cut off. That's true. They'd have to actually they, do some work at that they, point. They would they would just be they would just be sticking their hand out and waiting for somebody to put money in it. Yeah. That's, that's what would happen, by the way. Uh, Michael Fritch said, thanks for doing this, fellas. Really enjoyed it. Thanks, well, guys. We, we uh, appreciate, we appreciate you, guys. you guys. Joel, Illinois is honestly on a roll, although I don't think they'll beat Iowa. No. Hey, they. I won't I won't be upset if it happens. No, no. I was so out on Lubby Smith before the season started. I am I am I'm so in favor of what they're doing right now. I love it. <laughs> you got that right. Uh Matt Miller, it should be the P6 with the American Conference. We've been I, preaching that for years. Yeah, but and here's the thing that Boise belongs in that conversation. What we need is Boise to join the American. Listen, Yukon is getting bounced, all right? Bring Boise bring over. I know we're killing the Mountain West, but you bring Boise over, and now we've got a P6 conference, and 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 that is real. And nobody yeah. can argue that that conference is not better from top to bottom than other comparable conferences. Well, per, uh, per real-time RPI, uh, the American conference is actually the fourth-best conference. There's no question And then question you've got the Pac-12 that. and then the Big 12, Big 12. after that. So, I, How the hell is the ACC? Oh, sorry, sorry. Pac-12, and then the ACC. I was just about to say, Sorry. there's no way that's Sorry. true. That's right. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> Completely different. You can make it. Uh, Nick said, you guys should be on ESPN. Your check is in the mail, brother. We appreciate that. We, uh, uh, <laughs> we'll take any phone calls from anybody out there. There you go. So long as my they phone, still let us do this. My phone rings. I'll answer it. <laughs> Michael said, agreed, Nick. Uh, Thanks, let's guys. see, Mike. We do appreciate that. Uh, Mike Campion, that would be awesome. That's why I think you have to play three from the top ten the prior year. That will give you different matchups. Also, the higher-ranked team gets the home game. Good point. Yeah, I, that's what I was Well, what sucks is that if you're like 6 through figure. 10 every year, then like it, you're always going to be on the road. So the budget, you know, yes, it'd be cool. If you did a neutral site, then that wouldn't be a problem. You do a couple, but you can't do all of them. You can't do all your non-cons neutral site. The schools would lose a ton of money. Yeah. Well, the season ticket holders would be pissed too because now they're traveling to three extra games. Plus, they're hoping to go to bowl game. It's just too much money. I, I agree. Uh, Joel, ESPN won't do justice to how great they are. And then he put a smiley face. You guys are way too sweet, man. Thanks. Way too sweet. Thanks. Larry NBC said, NBC uh, Sports, Fox Sports. I mean, you know, there's a... Yeah. Hey, we'll, we'll revamp anybody that wants to be revamped. That's right. Uh, Larry said, night, guys. And Mike said, really enjoy the live chat, being able to interact with you guys. Hey, Good. we enjoy this as well. That's why we started doing it. I got it. some Rutgers talk coming on at the end. What's uh, that it's say? A, Rutgers, Vandy, and teams like that can kick rocks if they realign. See, the biggest problem, because I when I was in high school and I was a younger man, I didn't understand how stuff worked. I used to say, why is Vanderbilt in the SEC? I just don't... Why don't we just kick them out? And then I have a substantially older brother, uh, Auburn guy, good dude, and uh, <laughs> he made it clear to me because he went to Vanderbilt when he was he was really smart, and he he made it clear that they have uh, the best attorneys and they're a founding member of the SEC, and no one in the SEC is smart enough to get rid of them. Oh no, absolutely. and we don't have enough money to get rid of them because they have a metric shit ton of money. Yes. So, yes, they do. That's that's how I learned about well, and and their Vanderbilt. academic prowess uh, helps out the conference. In, in my perfect world in sports, we don't really care about that. No, I, I know that Michigan hates that. I know that Notre Dame hates that because they're so much better than us. But come on, guys, are they that much better than the SEC? No, 
last uh, Michigan and Ohio, Notre Dame's academics are way better than ours. May, Take okay. Vanderbilt out. They are way better than ours. Well, but we're not taking Vanderbilt out because we're not taking Michigan out. Okay. And Notre Dame is a whole standalone thing. That's an independent. Join a conference, commies. I'm okay with that. <laughs> Do whatever you want. Listen, the Pope spoke. Last uh, last one, Mike said, uh, one year you get home, next year you get away, the following year. The problem with that is? How, you don't know who you're going to play every year. Yeah. If you played the same team, if you did a home and home, but if we're doing the first place, you're not the first place or the yeah. second. How are you doing? You wouldn't we'll know. Figure, listen, I, give me a month. And a lot of money. And I'll figure it out. Yeah. There you I don't go. even need a lot of money. There you what's, go. What's All the right. Pac-12 commissioner make? I'll take half of that right now and do his job tomorrow. What does he make? It was like $4.7 million. I'll do it for half. Which is like $2 million more than the next guy. I'll do it for half. I'll do it for half of what that guy makes. Here, last last question for Matt Miller. As a Texas fan, if Herman doesn't work, who would you pick as the next head coach? <laughs> if Herman doesn't work, oh my God, uh, Urban oh, that made my life you, so happy. <laughs> you go get Urban Meyer right because USC ain't hiring him. You're the you're the one Texas guy that that you're in, you're good with me anytime. <laughs> we will see you guys again for another live show on Sunday for the college football reaction. Um, go over to winningcureseverything.com. Of course, all of our stuff is over there. Our picks, previews, podcasts, videos, social media platforms, etc. Every now and then, I toss up an article. Every now and then. Who knows when it's going to pop up. But either way, uh, Mike said, look forward to your picks tomorrow. That's what we're headed to do nah. right now. We're going to record that stuff. Hey, if you're in posted. town, go to Tunica. If you're in the Memphis area. Well, I'm going to get to that. Ever visiting. If you're on the podcast, guys. make sure that you listen to the podcast. Make sure that you subscribe to the podcast. Yes. And leave a nice review. We appreciate those, of course, uh, that stuff helps out way more than you know. And as Chris was saying, Tunica, Mississippi, the South's premier sports gambling destination. They got six awesome sports books. Go down. Go down and check come, it out. Come visit us. Yes. If you come down, even if you, Mike said he's in Florida. If you're I, above the Mason-Dixon line, it is a really nice time to be in Mississippi. Yes. I mean, it's still cold here, but we don't have snow and ice. Yeah. So come on down to Tunica. Hang out with us. We'll be doing some NFL playoff stuff down there. We'll be... We'll be hanging out, March Madness, doing all sorts of stuff. So hit us up if you're coming down. We would like to come out and meet you, shake your hand, hang out, and all that wonderful stuff. Tunicatravel.com is the website. You guys have been awesome. We uh, we can't thank you enough for hopping in here. And Next we'll... Tuesday night, and it'll probably be a little earlier than this. Well, Sunday is 9.30 a.m. Next Tuesday this will be... This is all central time. We live in the Lord's time. That's when <laughs> God's should, time zone. Yep. You should check, set your time zone, too. There you go. There you go. When so, I want to take over the world, we'll just have this. 9.30 a.m. central time on Sunday. And then next Tuesday should be around 7 p.m. central time. 7.30. 7.30, somewhere around there. So, a little fluid. We, uh, we appreciate you guys. Thank you so much for jumping in. And we'll see you all again next time. Thanks for checking out Winning Cures Everything. If you want to keep up with us, hit subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcast app. Visit the website at winningcureseverything.com or you can like us on Facebook or follow us at Winning Cures, at Gary WCE, or at Chris B. Giannini on Twitter. Share out the show, leave a nice review, and make sure to comment and tweet at us.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.